All right, here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Non-Victim Nation podcast. Today, it is myself and Hunter. We are here, and we're kind of going back to our roots. We are sitting on the couch and recording this episode at home while drinking some coffee. I uh, decided that today's topic should be uh, going to the movies, since we have just recently been to see a couple of different films, uh, both of which are getting different types of backlash and criticism for not good reasons, and these are both films that I think people really should go see. I think that they are very powerful films. I think they're important for different reasons. Uh, and in case you're wondering, the two films are The Sound of Freedom and Oppenheimer. So uh, I know that a lot of criticism, criticism is being leveled at The Sound of Freedom for a lot of stupid reasons. People are claiming that it's racist that it's anti this or anti that uh, yeah it's like like QAnon adjacent or whatever the fuck right um which is an interesting thing because QAnon wasn't even created at the time this movie was written and filmed so just as a point of interest for people who don't already know this the sound of freedom was actually written or actually the film was produced five years ago and there have been a number of companies that have gone out of their way to make sure that the film was never seen by anybody. Uh, one of those is Disney, who bought the rights to the film and then literally put it on a shelf with no intention of showing it to anybody. <laughs> that was that was their plan. Uh, the The writers and the producers, I guess, had to go. They had to work hard to buy the rights back just to get the movie. Uh, produced and out in theater so people could actually see it and receive the message that they're trying to spread. Um, the movie is about... Uh, it's about human trafficking, and that's a pretty heavy subject, and it's something that's definitely getting a lot of attention now. I think a little, due in part to this movie. Uh, I think that a lot of people don't realize how prevalent of an issue this is, and why it's important to become aware, made aware of it, you know? Not only that, but also, I guess, to do your part, in a sense. Whether that's donating or if you have the, the ability or the means to actually help and do something about it, then you know, that's good, too. And by the way, if you hear me sipping, that is my... Wonderful Black Rifle coffee that I'm drinking. And some coffee. <laughs> uh, so you were saying something just before we started recording. Um, can you say that again uh, with regards to the sound of music or sound of freedom? The sound of music. Yes. Um, <laughs> fucking uh, trying to remember. Uh, it is something to the effect of essentially like there, there's all this, all this, all this stuff coming out about the sound of freedom. I almost called it the sound of music too. Um, the Sound of Freedom, and it's like, you know, it's all like, you know, QAnon adjacent, this and that, and it's like, but honestly, if, if you watch the movie and you see the, the message that they're, that they're trying to get out, it's like, who gives a fuck who made it? Like, it's, it's a good message. It's about a real life issue that is happening 
that like we we have proof of it. It's not new. Like this this is this is an actual fucking problem. It's not political at all. It's not like you know oh the 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 the, the left or the right or this or that. And it's like no. It's just like the, the fucking children are being trafficked. It, this is a problem and it needs to be fixed. And you would think that this is one of those things that could unify people in the sense that everybody should be able to agree that trafficking humans, let alone children, is an evil fucking thing and needs to be stopped. And yet, somehow, the leftists and the liberals have taken it upon themselves to say, no, this movie is is a negative thing, and it's spreading the wrong message, and it's inciting, you know... I don't even know what to call it. Uh, Your words are violence. Yeah, I mean, just nonsense. And know? again, these are also the people that are trying to make it okay to be a quote-unquote minor attracted person. Yes, there is, in case people don't already know this, an actual movement to normalize pedophilia and to make it some medical condition that people just will say, okay, that's that's an acceptable thing now. And again... Under no circumstance, not now, not anywhere in the future, should that ever, ever fucking be allowed. There, there's just no, no way. Um, but kind of touching on something that, that Hunter said earlier, is that apparently, like, if, if hopefully you do go see the movie and make sure that you stay to the end to, like, watch mm-hmm. the credits... Because uh, one of the actors, the main actor, actually comes on and he, and he has a little message and he talks a little bit about, you know, the, what went into producing this movie and, and why it's important. And one of the things that he talks about is that there were a lot of obstacles and companies trying to make sure this movie didn't get produced. Okay. And this sort of alludes to the idea that there are very powerful people, very, you know, large corporations, agencies, whatever, that somehow are helping to facilitate these sort of things, and therefore they don't want it brought to light. It's the same sort of thing that went on with Jeffrey Epstein and all of the the things that he was involved with and all of the possible political people and government, or uh, not governmental, but uh, the big... uh, The elite. Yeah, the elite, but but the people that like in big tech organizations and things like that that are, were involved in in that same thing, and all of it is just being covered up. All of it is being pushed aside, and and suppressed. you know, it's it's being suppressed. And instead, the media and the government want to focus on the stupidest things instead of focusing on things that are truly important and that we should be paying attention to. You know. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, just kind of goes back to to the whole thing of it's like if if the if you know the media is showing you this one thing, then what is it they're actually just trying to keep you distracted from? Because they will show you a bunch of bullshit that everybody knows doesn't matter, and that just kind of makes you think. Well, what is it that I should be seeing? Right. So the Kardashians is a good example, and not to pick on the Kardashians because I don't have anything against them. I don't know any of them. I don't know anything about them really, other than that they have become some sort of like icons in our in our culture of 
whatever and lots they have of won the of, popularity contest yeah <laughs> uh, you know and lots of people pay attention to what they're doing what they're wearing what you know what their daily lives are like and things like that it's like it's completely irrelevant that doesn't matter there are other things that do matter like the just the the sheer rise in numbers of human trafficking that's going on and sort of this is kind of a side point but you have so many people that you know and especially like in the black community that are talking about you know racism and talking about slavery and talking about reparations and this is not contained to any one community there are lots of different groups that focus on this idea of how bad slavery was you know, and they, they complain about it and they try to liken so many different things to it in the name of, you know, justifying the stupid shit that they do, like the BLM riots, you know. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm mad about something that didn't happen to me or anybody I know, and therefore I'm going to fucking destroy a city. Yeah, that that's a good idea. That's how you solve that problem. Uh, but the, the idea that they're so wrapped around the axle about the idea of slavery, which the slavery that they're talking about doesn't exist anymore. However, actual child trafficking, human trafficking, is slavery, no matter how you look at it, and they don't want to talk about that. They're not saying, hey, this is going on, this is actively happening now, not hundreds of years ago, not to, just like Hunter said, to people that I've never met or don't know, and not to me personally, you know, this is a real thing going on in real time, and almost nobody is doing anything about it. Yeah, like something happening literally right fucking now. Yeah. And so when I say that nobody is doing anything, I don't mean that there aren't active groups and organizations that are trying to combat this, because there really are. But more to the point, the people in absolute power the highest levels of our government and the the huge corporations that have the ability to do to move so mountains. much more yeah they are the ones that are sitting on their fucking hands and doing nothing and again trying to distract us with stupid shit you know so the whole idea of it is just ridiculous uh and so i just i cannot highlight enough how important it is to go see this movie the sound of freedom become aware of how big of a deal this is and start doing something to contribute to solving that problem you know whether that's you want to donate to the organizations you want to find out what else you can be doing you want to put pressure on politicians so that they get off their ass and actually do something you know to make this problem go away you know everybody is so upset about slavery well here's your fucking chance do something about the act of slavery that's happening around the world right now save children yeah I, I just can't say enough about that but the other movie that we went and saw just yesterday actually was Oppenheimer um, I'm gonna leave that one to you like how would you explain the mo- or without spoiling the movie like how do you explain the movie or how would you describe the movie rather um well, naturally, I didn't watch any trailers or anything because I like to go into a movie surprised. Um, and 
I I definitely didn't know how much was going to go into the movie. Uh, I expected just, you know, a period piece and uh, fucking nuclear explosions and maybe some 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 war action. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. But um, no, they actually uh, they, they crammed in a lot more that I had no idea about, which is good. I mean, it's good to, to learn, uh, especially about our historical figures. Uh, it was interesting to to see kind of the process of how we got from a just the concept of an atomic bomb to b actually developing it and testing it and then using it so for those people that aren't aware um oppenheimer was largely considered the father of the nuclear bomb yeah the father of the atomic bomb of the atomic bomb j robert oppenheimer uh so for lots of people myself included when i think of those things i think of the name oppenheimer it's like i know who it is but i don't really know too much beyond just the simple fact that he was involved you know he helped make this whole situation possible and you know at the end of it he was he had a lot of questions about whether or not they should have been doing this in the first place uh so the movie itself is very much like a documentary it's a long movie, so if you're going to go see it, be prepared. Three hours. And uh, I found myself, like, as I was watching it kind of in the beginning, thinking this feels like a documentary, and they probably should have just done that instead of actually making a movie, right? But the, the further into the story you go and the more you understand about everything that's going on with the development of this bomb and the reasons why they were doing it, the pressure they were under, the people involved, like just there's so much going on that I don't think that a documentary completely captures the emotional part of it. And there really was a significant portion of that. Uh, the, uh, the, the collaboration of all of the different scientists, all of the different, mm-hmm. you know, the, the government's involvement you know, to make sure that this bomb got created in the first place. You know, if you've studied enough history, you, you already know most of these details. So the, there's not really any room for spoilers in the movie because it, it's very consistent with, you know, this is how things played out. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, no, I thought it was... I remember way back um i can't remember when it was precisely but that that there's like some school project that i did that involved oppenheimer um so i at least had like a little bit of background knowledge um but yeah still still definitely a lot that i didn't know um you know like you're saying about about all the all the scientists like how many people had to come together to develop the atomic bomb like all the all the 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 theory that went into it and all the people from from different i guess scientific disciplines um yeah just just everything that it took to make it happen and then uh you add the uh, the sort of arms race aspect into it because you know now we've got the russians trying to build their own atomic bomb and shit like that uh 
Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting to to see all that. Yeah. Uh, again, this is a lot of historical facts, so I'm, I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. The the whole point of the movie. <laughs> what? Look at the spoiler alert. We bombed Japan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we created a really big bomb and we used it against our enemies. Um, but a lot of this came from the fact that the the Nazis uh, were developing their own bomb and they had uh, Heisenberg, which mm. is another one of those names that you hear, or at least I did, and I and I know technically who that is, but I don't really know any details. I don't know much about that person or, or how they were involved. I just know that they were, right? So again, the, the Nazis are, are pushing to build this bomb and obviously the Nazis were totally okay with genocide and you know their ultimate goal was world domination. So the idea that those people should have that kind of power with no restraint about how they would use it, that absolutely couldn't be allowed and that's why there was the giant push for us to get to that to win that race to make sure that we got that bomb first and we did Hmm. fortunately for us um yeah um there's a there's a moment in the movie they're talking about uh, i guess yeah just the, the the nazis development of that bomb and uh, uh, Hitler ultimately decided to to you know kind of put the put his resources instead of into the the science and development of that into other things, and that was definitely a big help for us because <laughs> uh, it allowed us to just keep on pushing further ahead. Uh, and not have to really worry about the the Nazis beating us to it. Hmm. So when they finally found success and the, the in their testing and they set off the bomb, uh, Oppenheimer his his first response was to utter the words, "Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds," which is something that uh, comes from a. Uh, a Hindu text, if I remember right. but So it wasn't his quote specifically, but that was the sentiment that he expressed. And this is something that I think that the movie does an outstanding job of, is understanding that, yes, it was important for us to create this bomb, but by doing so, we unleashed something that not only changed the world for that time, but has set us on a course forever forever i mean we are still living in the shadow of nuclear war Mm. and now it's becoming even more possible because there is the proxy war that we're fighting with ukraine basically against china we are in a cold war with our with russia and china um yeah I, i made a slip just there i said we're it's a proxy war with china but Technically, it's with Russia. The two are aligned against us, whether people want to acknowledge that or not. Uh, <laughs> commies are commies. Yeah. And another interesting thing about the movie is that, you know, based on the time, I mean, this is during World War II. 
and there are groups of people that are like they're literal communists in America and it's one of those things that I just don't understand how rational people could think that communism is a good idea in the face of all of the evidence to the contrary specifically at that time it's it's one thing to look back at it now in in 2023 and in a very distant past you know to to think about what it was like when the czars were in control when the bolsheviks you know seized power you know and everything that kind of came after that you know all of the the hardship that the russian people had to deal with you know and what their lives were like under that sort of rule and for people to say no we can do that and we can make it work for us because we're better it's like no <laughs> you're not the one thing that people never fail to underestimate is human nature human nature does not change there cannot be a perfect world there is no such thing as a utopia for human beings because you cannot change human nature at some point somebody will decide that they deserve or they just want more than other people and they will go out of their way to make sure that that happened at the expense and peril of other people it's not going to change it doesn't matter how perfect you make the world somebody will fuck it up there's always somebody who who for whatever reason feels that they are entitled that they do more that they earn more that they you know and you can see that even just in our own world in now you know the oligarchs the people that own these large corporations the politicians you know they all believe that because they earn more money because they are more quote-unquote important that they deserve rights and privileges that the rest of us don't it's like well i got news for you jackass you're still a fucking human being just like the rest of us you know your own sense of entitlement and self-importance doesn't make you better it doesn't mean that you get to do things and you get to be completely above the law and not have to you know give a shit about the rest of humanity because it just doesn't matter to you yeah you have all the same rules as everybody else yeah so i mean i could go on a pretty deep tangent with that one but i'm not going to i'll just leave it at that the uh the, the basic takeaway that i wanted to to get from all of this is that a there these are two movies that are really good movies i mean aside from all of the politics all of the bullshit whatever else i mean just on a on a scale of the acting the cinematography the directing like just the actors involved uh oppenheimer in particular has a gigantic cast of of really big name actors i mean it's incredible how many people are in this film mm-hmm. and again it is amazingly well done so i highly suggest that you see these films um, I challenge people to ask us questions, to, to, to argue the points that we're making here. And by all means, I would, I would love to hear feedback from you all. But uh, in the interest of time, because, you know, we've, we've got shit to do, we are going to go for now, but uh, we will be back soon. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, you can now support the Non-Victim Nation by donating via listener support directly on Spotify. 
Remember, the story of your life is being written right now, and you are the hero.